Can we agree that it's been kind of a tough week to follow the news this week? I think we can agree, yes. It's been kind of dark and sad and angry and lots of division. So I think we should um, try and keep the food show and on a happy and a positive place. Yes. And um, I want to listen to this video of this guy trying Indian food for the first time because it's just... There was a lot of stuff on the internet to make you unhappy this week if you went and looked for it, but this was one thing that happened that just made me happy and brought me joy, and I wanted to share it with you. Today, we're trying Indian food. We got the buttered chicken, the garlic naan, <laughs> the onion bajia, the gulab jamun. I think I got that right. And this came with some sauce and a whole basin of rice. We went to India oven in Bowling Green, Kentucky for a grand total of $35. Let's start with this onion bajia. Actually, it looks, looks very good. Yeah, it looks really this good. This is great. It tastes like an onion ring, but there's no onion inside. It just has onion flavoring. Huh. So it's kind of like a fry. I like it. I give this an eight. Now let's try a piece of this garlic naan. It's paper thin. I like that it's paper thin. Mm. That seasoning is out of this world. It has a nice garlic parmesan taste. You know, for some reason, I don't hate this guy. I don't hate him either. He's lovely. Yeah, and I like that they call it buttered chicken. It's also It's obviously... Chicken tikka masala gets called butter chicken a lot. Actually. Okay, which it's, makes it's sense. Called that it, sometimes. It's yeah. totally buttery and lovely. Yeah, and that is cooked to perfection. I'm not even joking. It's thin bread, but it has so much flavor to it. In fact, this might be the best bread I've ever had in my life. Nine point five. Now let's try this buttered chicken for the very oh, first time. Oh, oh, oh. It looks beautiful. Imagine never so having had that and trying it for the, for the first time. No, I, I mean it's a conversation to have, Alice, because. I was off of Indian food for a lo many, many years. Not until I hit my 30s. I was very against it. Very against it. I had um, I had worked with a bunch of guys, great guys from Guyana. Mm -hmm. And they're all of Indian descent. India. And yes. so um, they brought me over their house for a big house party. And we had, um, the, we had a bunch of Indian food. Yep. And a bunch of Guyanese rum mm. and it things just hit me wrong and later that night there was a lot of rum involved so you know and so I just got sick I, I, this is I was only 19 and, and I was hurling all over my place in Medford my brother happily like was eating the Indian food left over <laughs> but it put me off everything involved curry and everything involved yeah. and so it was like I couldn't even bear the thought bear the thought and then um, one exasperated day, my my then girlfriend and my brother and I went to an Indian restaurant. I, they probably browbeat me into it at the end of uh, Mass Ave Newbury Street mm -hmm. in Boston, and so everything just clicked differently. It, it just took a decade to right. do, but yeah, now I now I think it's just lovely, lovely. I mean the. Chicken tiki masala in that that thin. It's a jasmine rice. Is that what that is? Uh, it's basmati. Basmati, yeah. Basmati I mean, is the more flavorful. I mean, what, I think. What, but what do you need? I mean, it's it's damn near perfect food. It's lovely. In there's an Indian place down the street. Well, not mm -hmm. I say Newburyport that we've been to. Oh, that's got a buffet that's actually lovely too. Yeah, they have a great buffet and sometimes live music, which is awesome. Yeah, to have. Indian food buffet and live music. I mean, like, how can you go wrong? But yeah, growing up, there was actually in Lexington, downtown Lexington, there was a 
an Indian restaurant, um, which has since been replaced by other Indian restaurants. But um, that was like a staple of, you know, half days or open campus was like walking down and eating the Indian food at that Indian restaurant, which was delicious and awesome. And you know what else? was a winner about I don't know if this is all Indian restaurants but I assume that it is is the little caddy of sauces they bring out mm-hmm. to have your naan with and like some of them are kind of spicy and they all taste different and they're like in this fancy little metal caddy and there's different ones so yes. good so I, good I do think that it is any place that brings is, me a caddy of sauces to dip things in is I'm that's already... obviously good and that's, like <laughs> Thai places do that a lot too which mm-hmm. is wonderful I do think it it is if you grow up in a suburban New England, his you know Protestant household, right? Um, then it's a new operating system. Oh yeah, if it's, you're used to dry pork chops and mashed potatoes, exactly. Then it, because you're dealing with a whole new slew of spices and textures, etc. Things taste so good. Oh. A mango lassi, that like yogurt drink with mangoes in it and stuff. That's like we used to love to get those when I was in high school, and then a bunch of chicken. You say lassi? It's a mango lassi. Lassie. Yeah. The dog? And then, no. And then, but it's like a yogurty, milky, sweet, sugary right. drink. Yes. Yeah. I, that's one of the things I think that's happening there. Because like, like these guys from Guyana, my friends, uh, Stanley, if you're out there, hello. He was Venka Sam. He really is his real name. But um, he would, we'd find like mangoes and things in the back of the house at the hotel we worked at. Mm-hmm. And he would put uh tabasco and sugar on it and i'd never seen that like why like that sweet and salty and spicy like, mix is something that was always partitioned you know when when i was eating i never yeah. understood it but it is a it's a whole new world beautiful stuff and there's yeah indian food is yeah and gorgeous. then when we were living in melrose we were totally spoiled because our next door neighbor worked in the kitchen at an indian restaurant in stoneham which was great place right next great, to the fire station right great place right in downtown stoneham and they had indian beers there it was a great restaurant mm. and um yeah he would bring us stuff and especially for you and jimmy when he found out you guys like the spicy stuff he brought you he would make you the the not for american consumption yeah nuclear great <laughs> it was gorgeous yeah so that was great cuz he yeah he it was like one time we ordered on Grubhub or one of those something from the Indian restaurant and he came to us and he was like you guys have my number why don't you just call me I'll bring you whatever you want just yeah. let me know like cut out the middleman because yeah we were spoiled then because then um, we would just text him and ask to buy food with them and, and he would bring it home after work so yeah that was that was great um but yeah it the idea of not having that your whole life all those flavors and excitement and stuff and then as an adult encountering it is really fun to me it like makes me glad uh, same here same here so let's let's listen to this gentleman have his first oh, ever wanna... butter chicken okay hold on i may have you may have reset him no no i i i think he's right down here here he is Car, but yeah. I don't like the sound of his chewing. Sorry, it's a food show. Holy crap! This might be the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. Okay, let me chill out. This chicken is 
like it's like liquid it just melts in your mouth okay to be honest it's not the chicken doing the work <laughs> yes chicken no, the... happens to be on scene but it is <laughs> the gorgeous precious around it that, that that's the key yeah, it could really be anything in there yes. as for the butter taste it does taste a little oily but that's a good thing what i'm really getting is a cinnamon taste for some reason and this is absolutely delicious you get these giant chunks of chicken in here you get a lot of it this thing was $15, I know, but look how much preparation and work went to this thing. And it's a big portion. It would take me forever to eat all this and this broth and everything. This is divine. It is not the best thing I've ever had in my life, but it is truly divine. One of the best things I've had in my life. I give this a 9.9. .9. I am absolutely blown away. I'm going to be getting this a lot more. We're going to break off a piece of this garlic naan and... Dip it in the buttered chicken. Let's Where do you see think this kid's from? Somewhere around Illinois. He said right? he bought this in Kentucky. Okay. So. I can't hear him chew anymore. So. <laughs> okay, so that's it for him. That's it for him. But doesn't it make you glad to know that we live in a world... I know there's lots of strife and okay. problems in the world. No, I do. Yeah. But... Don't you feel lucky to live in a world where we get to experience like all these different foods and we're not like subsistence farmers eating like bread with an onion on it every day for lunch? Uh yes. Yes, I it's... appreciate that that the there's a lot of choices here. Yes. I think we, historically we have things pretty well. Why people are responding to a video about pesto with their craziest stories. Thanks to food influencer Susie Vidal, do you know her? No. Thanks for her homemade pesto video. TikTok has exposed has been exposed to the nuttiest stories that have nothing to do with the green sauce. So here's Susie Vidal's video. Well, let me read it. <laughs> Call me crazy if you want, but I never liked store-bought pesto. You may have heard or seen these words at the start of many videos on your For You page. Perhaps surprisingly, they don't come from Ina Garten, someone who famously calls store-bought foods fine, but rather home cooking influencer Susie Vidal. Her words have sparked hilarious trend in which people share their craziest stories on the video sharing app, but why? She posted this story, so it starts with, Call me crazy if you want, but I've never liked store-bought pesto. And here's Susie Vidal. Hold on, Susie. I like store-bought pesto. I don't know why. I think it's because it never has enough garlic or flavor. It's fine because I think it's very easy. For dinner tonight, I'm literally just having pesto and noodles because girl dinner. And because I'm lazy. I don't want to put dinner. more than like 10 minutes of effort into dinner tonight. Two girl clothes. So she's making her thing. Anyway, people are take doing takeoffs on her uh, video. Hold on. Oh my God, you're freaking crazy, girl. <laughs> Because girl dinner, and it is really a, a, a kind of... Hot pesto. I bit a man at a bar last week because um, he touched my shoulder. I broke the skin. Wait, hold on. The notification I just got... <laughs> is psychiatrist at 4.20 p.m. I don't know that I understand. So people are just using non sequiturs based on her craziness that she's talking about. Yeah, damn, that is pretty crazy. It kind of reminds me of the story when I was 20 years old and I went on a family holiday to Mykonos, Greece, specifically Paradise Beach, and I walked into this beach club and I said to my sister, do you see that girl dancing on top of the bar? She is literally the woman of my dreams. I then proceeded to spend the next three days with said woman of my dreams and we fell in love. I went back to Australia because I had to finish off my degree, but then six months later I moved to America to pursue the relationship. 
short while after that, we ended up getting married because that's what people in love do. And then about three years into the marriage, she looked at me and said, I'm not sure whether I want to have kids. At that point, it was a non-factor, so we kind of swept it under the rug and I just thought, "Mm, she's young, she'll change her mind eventually. Then about five and a half years into the marriage, the same question got brought up and she said, I'm still not quite sure whether I want to have kids. I said, well, I kind of need to know. It's a yes or no thing. She said, well, maybe I do want to have kids, but maybe I just don't want them with you. Oof. So we ended up getting a divorce. What to do with pesto? Is it because she says that that she's crazy for not liking store-bought pesto? Um, yes, it starts with those words. So people use this as a confessional. I don't like store-bought Call pest- me crazy if you oh want, my God, girl. That is so crazy. So this one time I walked in for my bachelorette party and my boyfriend decided to tell me that instead of getting married in three weeks, um, he thought it would be best if we just never saw or spoke to each other ever again. So I was so upset about getting broken up with three weeks before my wedding, I cried my eyes out. Well, I wake up in the morning and I can't open my eye. It hurts 20 out of 10. So I drive myself to the optometrist. I'm one eyeballing it the whole way there because I refuse used to let him take me because I was still mad and when I get there they tell me I had a scratched cornea like probably from my long nail scratching in my I like sleep. this so they put I an eye patch in my eye so I'm driving home just broken up with with an eye patch and I'm like you know what Fuck it I've been dieting to Uh-oh. fit into this dress I'm gonna eat whatever I want so I go through the drive-thru and I get my favorite crunchy onion rings well they're so crunchy the first bite I take chips my front tooth very noticeably so i had a chipped front tooth and an eye patch and i just got broken up with three weeks before my wedding and i'm pretty sure that was the beginning of my villain era if you know what i'm saying but your thing's crazy too yeah (laughs) so once again alice it's just a play on her Susie vidal's pesto one third cup parmesan a tablespoon and a half of pine nuts i also made this exact same pesto with so you can so so it mm-hmm. sinks in for you. It's important. Okay. Do you have a store bought pesto story? A disaster story in your life? Um, yes. Oh, go ahead. Your uh you bought store bought pesto when I was pregnant with our first child and it made me so sick. I don't know, garlic like pesto. I don't know why. I think it's because it never can't, has enough garlic. Um can't start TikToks from the beginning. I don't know why, but it made me sick when I was pregnant with our first child when you got your Costco well, it's not pesto. To be literally about pesto you're supposed to no but this story is about pesto and it made me so sick i couldn't eat pesto again for years kind of like your indian food experience i was like store-bought pesto from costco is fantastic it's costco right that's where you got it yeah oh god it's gorgeous the only thing is once you open it you got to eat it almost immediately because it goes badly quickly dateline not a dough shop alice Okay. Swifties discover secret Dunkin' promo for free iced coffee. Did you know this? I did not know this. Here's how you can score a free iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts care from Taylor Swift fans. Um, if Swifties need a little caffeine boost before heading to the Taylor Swift The Ears Tour concert film, Dunkin' apparently has them covered. Fans learned Friday, October 13th that using the code 123LETSGO in the Dunkin' app scores users a free iced coffee. Wow. Did you know this before you I took I did not selling? know this. Well, there you go. It could have you could have been um, knee deep in free iced coffee. I didn't really need it because I had my collectible Taylor Swift uh, Eras Tour concert movie cup full of Diet Pepsi at the movie theater with no ice in it. I will have you know, and uh, my collectible popcorn bucket, my collectible popcorn tin from the Eras concert movie. Great, great movie experience. 
The popcorn was great. I love that movie theaters let you access the butter now on your own. Yeah, that is great. I feel like I was on the ground floor for that. Um, um, but that's that's such a win. I love that. And the only problem is that because the popcorn bucket is so full, it can be difficult to... Like, you really need to shake it to get the butter to go no, down no, through the no, whole no, thing. No, 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 Oh, this is... So, this but is you a, feel that a... you need to go back for more butter? Are you kidding me? No. You do half, and then butter, and then the second half, and then butter. No, but it comes full. Oh, it comes they full? They give you oh, the bucket that's not full. where I did it. When I did it, now you, like They give you the bucket full, and you have to go to the butter machine. So, this is what you do. You, so, you have to make a canal. You hold it at an angle and have a little... Try to make a tunnel at the top. But if it's very full, that's very difficult to do. I mean, it's got to so, be total carpet bomb. So, because the other option is to go back halfway through the movie and put more butter on the second Acceptable. half of the butter. Acceptable. It's going to be Taylor Swift singing. So. Although I did notice, and my hands were too full with my candy and my Taylor Swift collectibles to um, to take advantage of it. But I did I notice. Thirty six. <laughs> um, everyone loves Taylor Swift of all ages. Um. But um, I did notice that they had like little sauce type cups nearby. And I'm not sure if they were meant for that or if they were like part of the nacho area or what. But I may try that next time. Yeah. I mean, it it almost makes me. Yeah. uh, I mean, that is cruel. That is cruel that they that it's like that. I'm almost tempted to bring my own bag to so you can it separate it out. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's I don't like that. It's a tragedy to think that only the top layer would have any butter on it. Yeah, and it almost it, doesn't it, seem to matter how much you put on. Like if you can't shake it up well, it doesn't get down right. there. <clears throat> right. Yeah. No. They should. You should be given the choice. Absolutely. Or, or take things into your own hands. And, uh, yeah. Go back. And, yeah. And I mean, I. It was a little bit of a scene at the Taylor Swift movie, so you know, I didn't M&Ms. want to make anything harder for the M&Ms employees. will refill your candy supply for free if you run out on Halloween. Avoid a Halloween nightmare and call in some reinforcements this year if you run out of the good stuff. Whether you have a neighborhood trick-or-treaters or who reach into the candy bowl with two fists or you are a little too, uh, you ate a little too much of your sugary stash before the big day, M&Ms is coming to the rescue this Halloween. The multicolored candy brand just announced its Halloween Rescue Squad, a brand new service that will deliver free Mars candy to your neighborhood in under an hour if you're worried about running out. This is incredible, actually. I don't know if I believe it, yeah. first of all. I wanted to hear the details. The Halloween Rescue Squad in. will operate for one day only. Halloween is about spooky and scary things, but the fear of running out of candy, this is written by, obviously, the PR department, is too much to bear. That's why Mars has teamed up with GoPuff to save the day on the bewitching day of the year. On October 31st, starting at 3 p.m., customers can visit the Re- Halloween Res- Rescue Squad website to call in reinforce- reinforcements if their candy supply is looking a little thin. Within an hour, you'll receive a backup supply of candy while supplies last. You just have to go. Uh, you just have to live in a GoPuff delivery area. There we go. Earlier this week, Domino's announced a similar non-Halloween-related program, Domino's Emergency Pizza. This is how it works. Reward members can score a free medium two-topping pizza to you. So, if as long as we're, it, 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 are we in a Domino's delivery area at all here? I kind of feel like we're not. I kind of feel like I have Okay, I'm had... on the um, GoPuff. Here we go. I'm hitting our You're going to check. Zip. I doubt we're in a delivery area. It's okay. 
Enter your location. Confirm your address. Okay, I'm going to hit my address. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Confirm address. This address is outside of our delivery zone. Yeah. No GoPuff. No I rescue squad for us. Yeah. For Domino's do, emergency pizza, you want to see? I want to see, but I, I don't even think we're in a regular Domino's delivery area. Do you? Is there a Domino's close enough to us that would deliver to us? I think there's one. There's one in Blueberryport. There's a Domino's in Newport? There is. It's near um, near where we used to work. Yeah, but we have this problem with delivery food a lot because we're kind of rural. And Emergency um, when people visit us, now. like our relatives that are used to city dwelling, they often discover that like Uber Eats doesn't work delivery as well or carry out out? here. Delivery. And you can order carry out from anywhere. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> they don't care if you drive to get it. Oh, yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. House. It's. But, yeah, we've, we've okay. had this with Ready? relatives where they can't believe that stuff stops delivering by us by, like, 10 o'clock. You're out of luck. Yeah, it is kind of amazing. Because if you're used to being in, like, Boston. Sorry, we don't currently offer delivery to your location. Yeah. It's, this is a food desert. This is what you get. Yeah. This is we you move away from Boston or any of the big cities and you are screwed. And actually, we have local honey and homemade pickles yes. and all things like that. But in 18 market baskets and uh, 134 driving ranges and golf courses and pizza stand, but if sorry, you like, ice cream stands. But if you like delivery food, you're screwed. This is not the place to be. It is not. Um, one thing that we do have some of kind of near us it's not delivery but it uh i am kind of intrigued to check it out although i think it's probably mostly just a fad is um is another kind of cultural trend this time brought to us by mormons oh which um i don't know I, any mormon food well the thing about mormon food is that it's very it's very influenced by the fact that Mormons can't drink or have like coffee and stuff. So, um, you know, they have to substitute other, other pleasures for, you know, the vices that other people have. Right. So like, for example, in Utah, there's lots of, um, soda shops mm -hmm. where you can like do your own, mix your own like sodas and stuff. That's like a huge thing in Utah, apparently. And um, and sweet shops are huge in Utah, too. Which is shocking to me because Mormons aren't fat. Oh, is that is that a thing, really? I mean, like, do you think Mormons are fat? I don't like, know. Mormons, I don't know any fat Mormons. I I haven't done a, an audit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think... Look at the Romneys. Yeah, the Romneys aren't fat. <laughs> so, but anyway... Um, the Mormons have brought to us um, this company, Crumble Cookies. Okay. It's spelled crumble, but like without an E on the end, so it feels trendy. It's, yeah. Oh, God. It's been a workshop in Madison Avenue. But I think I briefly mentioned them to us the other day because somebody told me, like, you have to try or, these crumble cookies when I was at a bridal shower in the spring. So I think I've mentioned it on this show before. I did not try them, although there's a few around here in New Hampshire. So they're franchised. There's like a million of them. And they do cookies. Everyone's like, oh my God, the cookies are huge. They're about four and a half inches wide, which I don't consider like that huge yeah. for a cookie. It's like kind of, but. This sounds like uh, 
girls talking. But they're all loaded up with stuff, mm-hmm. and they do different. Part of the gimmick is there's different flavors every week. So like every week there's six new flavors that you can try. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep coming back and trying oh, all the different. And where are they sold? Um, in Crumble stores. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so it's just the freestanding crumbled place or you can order them delivery actually although we're probably not in a delivery zone but there's a bunch around here that are within driving distance so you can get delivery catering pickup um they even sell a special pink cookie cutter that you can use to cut your cookie into fourths if you feel like sharing it okay because because part of uh one thing that people complain about with them with them being super unhealthy is that um in their nutrition facts, they give the nutrition facts for one fourth of a cookie, which they say is what ah, serving funny. is. So um, it's Weasley, but funny. So yeah, so like the flavors this week are semi-sweet chocolate chunk, molten lava, cookie dough, chocolate pistachio pie, chocolate peanut butter chip, and cake batter. And they all have like frosting and chunks of stuff loaded on them and whatever. And they're a bigish cookie, um, but they. They have like taken off and they're kind of everywhere and people are very into them. So I guess it remains to be seen like if this is just a fad, but they're big on like Instagram and TikTok because they do big videos of their cookies, you know, and how like frosting-y and delicious they are. Do we think they're good? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the cookies probably taste good. I tend to think maybe it's a little overhyped. I just sent you the link so you can see their little video on their page with their cookies. So you can be the judge. I think they do some like cookie sandwiches and stuff too. But yeah, they do a bunch of seasonal flavors. They do like a pink sugar cookie that's really famous. And the delivery comes in like a fancy pink box. So yeah, they're very much of the Instagram, TikTok trend kind of generation thing. But as we know, sometimes that is... What makes things, what makes companies work? I have a story, Alice, that directly has to do with you because I I know your history. Okay. Restaurants are charging a, quote, vomit fee for guests who drink too many mimosas, $50 cleaning fee per person for any incidents occur as a result of intoxication, reads a note of the menu, California restaurant. Uh, brunch, a hate it or love it weekend activity where friends gather to eat a combination of breakfast and lunch foods, gab about their lives, and sometimes drink mimosas. Maybe a couple of mimosas, maybe more. And now some California restaurants are trying to prevent that boozy overindulgence. Is it's, that really what people are doing when they go out to brunch? Well, br- brunch is the way to... Br- no, yeah, I mean, I know, course, but Brunch generally... is a way to do the forbidden bad thing on a Sunday. As a group, that's what it is. But so people are getting so plastered at brunch that they're barfing in the restaurant. Correct, correct. And as somebody else, <laughs> you, not... Alice Shattuck, who has a bad um, Uber rating <laughs> because you hurled inside an Uber. But that was at night, at least. Right, that was at night. But have you thrown up in a restaurant? Uh, With me? You've no, ser- I've thrown up in a nightclub. Really? In Serbia, yes. Okay, yeah, I assume... That makes sense. Um, but uh, I'm, I've am i got no problem with this. Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. A $50 cleaning fee automatically includes your, to your tap when you throw up in public areas. <laughs> I like the idea of young Americans out in having too many mimosas and not being able to handle it. COVID is so over. 
Yeah, apparently. <laughs> because, yeah. But also, Alice, I do. Um, did you see the story about um, about um, red dye in foods? California's ban mm-hmm. on red dye puts FDA's food policies on the spot. The dye was banned in cosmetics twenty years ago, but now uh, figure it's still permitted to use in foods. So, for instance, like Skittles in California. Mm-hmm. On a chopping block. Thoughts on red dye, and would you eat a food with red dye in it? I eat foods with red dye in them all the time, actually. You have no problem with that at all. You don't. You're not a scared. I'm not a scared. No. I I think at some point we have to. At some point, you have to make the decision whether or not you're going to sweat about the small stuff. And there's chemicals in all the stuff that we eat. When you're eating in a pan, you're eating pan, too? Yeah. And, like... You have to make a decision about how far you're going to take it, basically. Yes. Yes. And, you know, the marketplace has decided that they don't want, like, uh, taco sauce to congeal. So there's stabilizers in there, you know, that's made from plutonium or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's making it look thick and full when it used to be you have to shake stuff up. Right. To reconstitute it. So I think that the, I think Americans have, have made the decision that, um, that we are going to tolerate some stuff and preservatives, a lot of really good food and we've eaten better, obviously, you know, and all the awakened stuff. Oh, are you going to get your hot body back? Of course. Because your body actually, other than your pregnancy, your body still looks really good. Thank you. It really does. I was like sizing you up the other day and then today too. And I thought, wow, if I was on the open market, it would be hard for me to get a you. You know what I mean? I don't know that that's true. Well, I think it would be. But um, why did I bring this up? Because Awaken 180 and you want me to be skinny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're going to do your hot body thing again? Yeah. When can I expect this? Because we're going to have the baby (laughs) probably any day now. Probably any day now. Um... I think it'll probably take like a couple months. Well, yeah. Well, first you're first you're you're di- on the disabled list, obviously. Yeah. But then when are you off the disabled list? Fully off the disabled list, probably like six to eight weeks is probably okay. And then you know that. And you, you can't can, really like... diet because you're breastfeeding, right? Yeah, you can. I mean, diet, diet. You're not going to be on a starvation diet, but breastfeeding basically burns an extra like 600 calories a day, pretty much, which is not that much. Right. You know, it's important to be eating healthy and balanced foods. Okay. And are you looking forward? Well, right now you can just pig out and whatever you want if it doesn't kill you. Are you looking forward to eating healthy again or do you like the war? Yeah. Actually, one thing I'm looking forward to is being on maternity leave. I will have more time to do more cooking and make stuff that I like that Ooh. makes me happy. Like Alice Shaddock's famous lime chicken. Like Alice Shaddock's famous lime chicken. Alice Shaddock's uh, famous beef, Serbian oh, stew beef that I made. delicious. Alice Shaddock's. Uh, Alice Shaddock has several famous and foods. And that Serbian beef here. is very uh, compliant with uh, not mm-hmm. getting fat. There's also the Chinese beef that I make that's good, too. Yes. Yeah, we also did that... Um, Remember we did when we were doing a P90X um mm-hmm. there was that uh like Thai chick chicken you do with turkey you make a, t- a turkey and basil stir fry do you remember it it was shredded uh ground turkey 
Okay. It was really good. It was like one of those... I don't t- remember, but we can probably find a comparable recipe. But yeah, I really want to do more of that because I love stuff like roasts and stews and, and it's the season for them too yes. right now. And all that stuff is so good. And there's so many fun flavors you can do. By the way, we got to get from Tim and Canton. Oh, we have voice messages. We, we're we not going to be able to get to them. Tim and Canton, we'll, we'll get to them next, next one. We'll do another show this week. Tim and Canton went back to that restaurant where he went, by the way. And had um, the swordfish again. So we will get a review as well from him. Excellent. Exactly. So stay in the... Hang in there. We'll see you in a couple days. Well, I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia. I still think about you. It's been so long. I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays And barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And sometimes think about me